This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This This is why, this is why, this is why I'm hot. Is the morning roast. Top of the morning, top of the morning, (laughs) top of the morning. Uh, Morning roast, as always, is brought to you by Jackpocket. I could roast those that don't appreciate others' birthdays, but I'm I'm not going to do that. Um, Raymond, I know you're on fumes today. Would you like to start so that you can kind of mail it in the rest of the roast? Wow. What? The accusation of mailing it in. I, and we're supposed to celebrate. We're supposed no, I, to I meant it out of love is how I meant it, Raymond. Well, I mean, it's funny that you should talk about love because I've been hearing about how much love everyone has for me this week. And love. They, they, everyone just wants to know what's going on in my personal life. And I'm here to tell you, I'm not budging on any of that. <laughs> so uh, I, I see the... Uh, People do, trying to do detective work on Twitter. I, I think right now the story among some people in the company is that I've that I've gotten divorced, which is news to me because I've never been married. That was a, that was a tough one for us here at the station. <laughs> I, uh, you guys have kids? <laughs> no kids. No no split property. Uh, no fifty fifty. Just you know. But uh, yeah, so that's just basically my, my fancy way of saying no. Stay out of my personal life, please. And when I'm ready to give you something, whether it be you, Dave, whether it be you, Rick, I'm not gonna say RJ because RJ doesn't pry. Oh, but, and I'm uh, sure I'm sure RJ knows everything but, too. But uh, you know, if I'm ready to give you information, company, <clears throat> uh, I will do that on my terms, not yours. Wow, it's a it's a nasty roast, is what. So it you is. just roasted the company? Is that I mean, that's he, a fight he roasted, you want to start? He roasted me. He roasted you. He roasted the company, and he roasted anybody who gives a damn about anything going on in his life. And I'm a very private person. I don't like to. I don't like to share certain Sometimes details. Sometimes we'd like to see your privates. Well, yes, I'm aware of this with you, but uh, listen, we keep you it. Wanna, very, you, we you keep know it very professional. And, and in Dave's case, like D- Dave's the shining example of why we keep it professional. Because again. Not invited to any of the big events like the birthday parties, the 50th so, birthday l- party. Let me, let me see if I have this We're work friends. Now. That's all. If you were invited to the event, you would be sharing stuff. Like, we'd be like, all right, Ray, that's enough. Like, I, might be, I might be inclined to give you a little more. But again, you, you've shown you that, that, that it's, get, Dave. It's, a, it's a work relationship only. Rick, mm-hmm. whose side are you on here? I'm on both sides. I mean, the fact is the guy's a closed book. Won't give anybody anything. Let anybody in just a little bit. You could you could really, really succeed from from some therapy because you you have some real issues. I won't disagree. Therapy <laughs> therapy sounds like a great idea. If you I had could, the time, I, yeah. If I had the time, you know the the off season will be here before you know it. You never know. All right, let's go to Charlie in Saratoga who would like to um, roast on this Friday morning. Good morning, Charlie. 
Good morning, Dave. Happy birthday. Thank you. No problem. Uh, Ray, you couldn't have set me up any better for this roast. Because roasting you, my friend. Uh, what, what's with the Man of Mystery Act that people want to know? It's not really a Man of Mystery. Get him, Charlie. Just Get him. Don't, don't need people to know. <laughs> no, you it. know what it is, Charlie? Here's, here's what it is, truthfully. We'll, we'll let you continue with the roast in a moment. He thinks he's better than us. He thinks he's better than you. And he doesn't want to share details about his life, which people are, I think the word would be clamoring for. He's got his nose up at us. Uh, We just want to know, is the other side of the bed still cold? Are you at home alone playing jackpocket? What's going on? Goodness. (laughs) That's actually pretty funny. (laughs) Charlie, what, what a roast. That's a professional roaster is what that is. Yes, I think it's yes to both of those questions. He was was working on that one all week. You know what? Well, good for him. It's a hell of a job. Let's uh, let's see what Sean in the truck has on his roasting docket this morning. Hey, good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. Uh, Dave, happy birthday, brother. Thank you, Sean. Another gentleman. I appreciate you. No problem, brother. Just want to say respect your work ethic, and man, all you do for the for the station in the uh, state of New York. So thank you very much. Did you say you respect uh, his work ethic? Yeah. What do you? Oh. What, why do you have an issue with that? Oh, the state of New York. <laughs> the state of New York. <laughs> and why do you have an issue with that? <laughs> you know what, Sean? I'm sorry that this is happening. Please continue respect along. Your work ethic. Well, well, I, yeah, I'm man, the hardest working person at the well, station. Did, did you make it into hang the on, office before on. before well, the show starts? What was that last part? I said, uh, well. You're right, Raymond. I will let me remedy that. On air, talent, hardest working person at the station. Oh, all of New York thanks you. Yeah, oh thank you. And you know what? To the entire state of New York, you're welcome. I think, I, I think the guy who calls 160 some Yankee games might have something to say about that. Guy's got like 11 weeks vacation. <laughs> he didn't work yesterday wow. or the day before. He's got, he's got to come back for a live remote today. What do you he want? He went missing in the summer. Oh. Missing. They couldn't find Michael. Oh no. Oh. Uh, Sean, go, Sean, go ahead. Well, now you uh, cut off poor Sean. We lost Sean. That wasn't his roast. Raymond. Come on, Ray. What the heck? You're right. He checked out. He did his roast. I knew he, he was going to check out. That was a major concern of mine. Wes in Fort Myers. Wes, you're on the morning roast. Dave, happy birthday, my guy. Thank you, Wes. Very sweet of you. I appreciate it. Of course. Anytime. Shout out to the company. Hey, I just wanted to roast uh, Kendrick Perkins. Um, he went on the air. I think it was last week. I forget. Yeah, it was. It was but, this. Um, it was this week. It was this week. Yeah. He said that the Knicks were going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> oh. Um. As much as I would love that, I'm just tired of these reporters using our team as as clout or you know Knicks for clicks. Um. Let's just be realistic and enjoy the ride, and you know take it from there. Have a great weekend, uh, Dave. Love you. Thank Rick. you. Thank you. And, and again, to the entire state of New York, I, I thank you tremendously. Tremendously. Uh, I don't, he, he doesn't even understand what he just did. What do you mean? It, I think we all know what I mean. Uh, RJ, you're going to... Something you need to do right now, though, uh, hardest working man in, man in show business? You, you know, I have until 8.05 to do it, but because you're so desperate for it, I'll let you know you're listening to DiPietro and Rothenberg on 98.7 ESPN, WEPN, FM, in New York. RJ? Yes. Would you like to uh, get something off your chest right now? Uh, sure. Yeah. I would like to target today. <laughs> I like that you're targeting. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals because specifically with Kyler Murray because there's always pushback when 
non-athletes criticize a player. This player is Kyler Murray. So when that clause was in and out of the contract of his focus not being there, a lot of people said, well, you know, we don't know. Well, how about when a, a, a teammate says it? It's Kyler Murray holding back Kyler Murray. He has all the answers. He has the keys. It's on him. So not only do you pay Kyler Murray, $160 million guaranteed, $230 million total, you clean house, you bring in a new GM, you bring in this guy. <laughs> the Schumer. Who also does this. Good. Good. The Cardinals are a joke. I don't, I'm not going after Murray for getting hurt. They're going to be the worst team in the league right there next year. And probably for some time also after they've traded DeAndre Hopkins. So here's to the Cardinals just being truly, truly horrible for the coming years. Probably for the life of that Kyler Murray contract. Well, you can't be so upset by that. You're in the same division as them. No, but I love making fun of them. I really, really do enjoy it. Uh, it was a nice roast. You know, you know what it was also? It was kind of unexpected because that's not really on the radar. And I, I like it. I think you did a very nice job. <laughs> you know, I didn't what that was, though. I know exactly what that was. What? That was a response to what the Dallas Stars did to his Sabres last night. The 10 goals? Oh. That was a lot. That's a he lot of He feels goals. away today. They couldn't get the second touchdown. They settled for a field goal at the three. Hey, ten, listen. What 10 can goals I, is a lot. What can I say? You just got to take. See, when we talked about it, was it yesterday about Rick playing goal? Yes. It was only partially. I was. I was only partially kidding that we could use him for a game <laughs> or two. You, you thought it was fully a joke. It was. Really Rick, not. you played goalie last night for Buffalo. How many goals did they allow? Not ten. No, not ten. Seven-ish. Yeah, yeah. That's how good you are. You only allow seven. Only allow seven. Only allow seven. Upgrade. Maurice in Nassau. Maurice, you're on the morning roast. Hey, good morning, guys. How's it going? It's Happy going. Happy birthday, Dave. Thank you, Maurice. Happy birthday. Thank you. Again. Uh, I just want to get. I just want to back up the guys a little bit. You know, I know. I know it's your fiftieth birthday i know you said it's going to be small and intimate but the least you could have done was invite my man rick you guys are you guys that's your co-host you guys do a lot together you couldn't at least invite rick to your birthday to, to this small intimate birthday for him like i went to the, the least Knicks. you could have done maurice i went to I the Knicks game to support him exactly exactly and i wish i could have been to that but exactly you guys do things Outside of work together, and the least you could have done was it right, right? Wait, well, uh, Maurice, let's not let's not bit. lose sight of the fact we don't do a lot outside <laughs> of work. Let let's be honest. All right, we did the Knicks game the other night. We did a dinner when the K Show had his twentieth anniversary, and outside of that, we, we don't socialize all that much. We are dear friends at work. I'd like to take the relationship to the next level, and it feels like he's always putting up the the highest. But that would have been a perfect opportunity. To it could, it could have been. May, listen, Maurice, maybe I'll look back in years, and, and it'll be my misstep, and maybe I'll feel guilty about it. Today, I feel fine. He's got no remorse. No, I really don't. At this very moment, I have zero remorse. But I, you know what? I would look, you want to, you know because I'm a gentleman. Would you like to uh, receive or defer? You want to roast? You want me to roast first? No, I like you to roast. You can roast. All right, I'm going to roast, uh, and I think RJ will will uh, agree with this roast. I'm going to roast the NCAA. I'm not going to roast the um, the 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 way the whole thing works is so broken. Did you see who won the uh, Northeast Conference tournament? You probably, I mean, listen, that's I that's, did. You did? Yep. I I didn't want to put you on the spot. Where'd the music go? 
ran out. That's, that, that's Santiago. That's not me. Don't put. Do I'm not, not blaming blame, you. I wasn't. I wasn't even looking me. at you. And there's the music. All right. So so all right. I didn't know you saw it, and I wasn't going to put you on the spot. Who uh, who won the Northeast Conference tournament? Was it Merrimack? Yeah, exactly that. Yes. Merrimack won the Northeast Conference. So what seed? What kind of seed ing do you think Merrimack will get in the tournament? Oh, uh, they won't be in in the tournament. No, Merrimack is not eligible. They put a team in the Northeast Conference tournament who won the thing who's not eligible to go to the championship, to the, to the big dance. What sense does that make? So you had the finals of FDU and Merrimack, and it didn't even matter if FDU won the game because they they were in the finals, Merrimack was ineligible, and boom, FDU now goes to the dance despite losing in the conference finals. And why were they not eligible? Because of of academic scandal? No. No, nothing like that. Because they were a Division Three team, and there's a window where you're not eligible to join a Division One conference and go to the big dance. What a what an absolute joke from college basketball. Joke. More impressive right there. That that, you. that roast or you. me. You. Yes. You. Yes. How do you think the roast was, though? Solid. Solid. I liked it. Uh, let's go to, I think you'll appreciate this one, Alan in the truck. He... He has a roast. He'd like to get this right off his chest. Yeah, man. I got to roast somebody first. But happy born day, man. Happy born day, Dave. Thank you, Alan. I I appreciate you so much. Right. So let me roast somebody, man. Our guy. I got to roast our guy, man. He did the thing the pinhead suit did last year with the Rangers game. Remember the pinhead suit? Talked too early. So now your boy, Ty Butler, spoke too soon with that. I'm over here on Twitter watching the game. And this dude tweets, the Knicks are not going to lose another game. Ty, you got to go to the fire, bro. Your feet to the fire, man. This dude blew it. And now the Knicks lost two games in a row. And I blame Ty Butler. Ty I don't, Butler I don't think you're wrong. I know it's, it's awful. It's a, it's a good roast. The pinhead suit you're talking about is John Winthrop, who when the Rangers led 2-0 and had the lead in Game 3 against Tampa, for some reason that's still unknown to me, decided to, in the group text, put out a, a bevy of brooms. That's why brooms live in the group chat to this day. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Like that, I, people can joke, it's funny, you know, people don't jinx that. It was so unnecessary from John last year. And so what? unnecessary from Ty. But here's the thing. Mm-hmm. John, Rangers fan. Ty, it doesn't matter because Ty's a Lakers fan. Ty, I don't well, care Ty, what Ty says and about this is the what Knicks. I was going to say. Ty knew what he was doing. Yeah, he, he's probably pleased that he did this. All right, Rick, why don't you uh, close down the roast here? I want to show wager. Show versus Ty on Sunday. His Lakers are 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 Knicks. What do, he what are you loses? I do? want I want breakfast from Ty. Yeah, from no, no from LeBron. I from mean, Ty. Uh, I mean, <laughs> do you expect Ty to bring it to you on Monday morning? I'm just trying to. I want to show wager between the show and Ty. If Ty loses, who would pay off? Uh, uh, Tyrone Lou. <laughs> I mean, Raymond really. Come on, Raymond. Think about what he's saying. Like, do you expect Ty to bring you breakfast on Monday morning? No, Seriously, not bring it to us. He could send it to us. Yeah, he could send. He could call the the deli or the diner and have breakfast at. Or you know what? He could just call the Starbucks, Starbucks. directly. Yeah, I like order it, it on his app. I'll, we'll, we'll pick it up. Uh, I like it. I think I think we should go with it. And, and if he if he wins, but here's the thing: if if we win, we all get breakfast. Yeah, we all. This is a show wager. And if he wins, what does he get? Nothing. <laughs> that seems like a great bet for him. All right, what's your roast? All right, I had two, but I'm going to stick to the first one. I'm roasting. It was going to be Tiger Woods for how he handled this whole thing. Like the, uh, 
hey, we're going on vacation. And then, no, it's no vacation. You're no, it wasn't you. we're going on vacation. It's like you're going on vacation. It, yeah, and uh, you're not allowed back in the house. You're <laughs> Can out. you imagine that? No, I can't imagine that. He says she claims that Woods first forced her out of the property using trickery. Yeah. So that was going to be the initial one, but then you know, I Sorcery. thought about it. <laughs> but I thought about it. it. This aggravated me. In the suite, Uh-oh. right, Peter can't go. He's right. under the weather. Uh-oh. So as a, as a package duo, DPH and Rothenberg show up to save the day. Yeah. I thought we did a really nice job. And people were excited. They're like, oh, this is even better than having Rosenberg. I, I got to be honest. I got a lot of this is better than Peter. Because it was. Because it was. I mean, it was. we were all over the place. People were great. It seems like every time we do one of these, the people that win the uh, win the contest are all awesome. Phenomenal. And it was fun talking to everyone. So naturally, we're in the suite, and you know, I because you know how much I love my popcorn. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to grab some delicious Madison Square Garden popcorn. It's the suite. Is there popcorn in the suite? No, of course there's no popcorn in the suite. Is there a hot dog in the suite? No, there's no hot dogs in there the suite. There were dumplings. Is there, yeah, <laughs> that Hurley was throwing up to himself like a seal at SeaWorld. <laughs> He had a, a dipping sauce, too. <laughs> yeah, a dipping. He mauled the dumplings. Was there hot dogs, cookies? Nothing. How do you have a sweet at the garden and not have popcorn? Makes it's, no sense. It's a None. very valid point. Um, next Disgusting. week, I, I, I know my roast for next week, RJ. I know exactly where I'm going to go. Where's that? People that can't pronounce popcorn. Popcorn? Pop- popcorn. What's your problem with popcorn? It's, yeah, popcorn? it's a lovable attribute, yes. It's it's popcorn and it's mum. Why do you need to uh, why do you need to make fun of my dialect? Well, because it's 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 off. It's how I pronounce it. But it's not you're not saying it properly. I kind of like not, popcorn. It's not it's not p u p corn, it's p o p. How do you say snap, crackle and the final word? Snap, crackle, pop. Popcorn. Oh, so so you can say it. So now yeah, say when you add corn to it. So when popcorn, you add corn to popcorn. it, it becomes popcorn. It's popcorn. popcorn. What's wrong with you? How do you say aunt? <laughs> not like that. That's how you're supposed to say no, it. No, you're not supposed to say aunt. Why is there a U there then? It's ant. It's not A-N-T. It's it's pronounced ant. No, it's aunt. Well, okay. It's auntie. Then why, do, then why do you say popcorn? It's P-O-P. Yeah, I don't know. Why do I say ka? That's C-A-R. I don't know. Yeah, because you're from, from Massachusetts right. and you're broken like and that. And you hate That's Bostonians. Why. And you're no, a nasty not, not hater of Bostonians. I hate those that butcher the English language is who I hate. So you're better than me. Yes. Morning Roast brought to you by... Ah, ah, Andrew, ah. Jackpocket. Mega Millions is... There's a <laughs> lot of was, money now. What was that? Don saying something. $203 million in Powerball, $45 million. Play official state lottery games on your phone with Jackpocket. Download the Jackpocket app and get your first ticket for free using code ESPN. Must be 18 or older to play. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or visit jackpocket.com slash TOS for full terms of service. Boy, Yankees and injuries. So... Oof. I mean, I'm sitting there yesterday, scrolling through Twitter for Aaron Rodgers, and then it's Radon has, what is it, a forearm injury? Is that his problem? Forearm, yep. Uh, he's going to be shut down for at least a week to 10 days, and they say the earliest he can return and pitch for the Yankees is probably going to be mid to late April. So that right, right there, you're like, oh, God. Because these things, oftentimes they're back when they say, and oftentimes they're back weeks after they expect them to be back, right? Well, especially a pitcher, though, too. And that's the thing. 
you know, if this was an ankle or something like that, you'd be like, all right, he'll be fine. When it's when it's the pitching arm already, and you're locked into a long-term expensive deal with this guy. Uh, he was a big, I mean, he was the big off-season acquisition. Outside of getting Judge done, I mean, he was. He was your big off-season. As far as new players to the Yankees, he's your big off-season acquisition. That's right. Who's dealt with injury issues. Last season, good. Very, very good. Seasiest, uh, the season previous, good. But before that, he's he's been hurt. Uh, what is his level of concern with the injury? Here is new Yankee starter Carlos Rodon. Me, not much, but, you know, it's one of those things where it's kind of take it day by day. You know, all these cliches I'm about to tell you guys that you don't want to hear and everybody hearing this and reading this don't want to hear, but, I mean, it's the truth. Uh, all right, so, uh, and I saw a quote from him later in the day where he said if this was October, he would pitch right through it, but here's the thing. If it's October, you would think to yourself that there's everyone is, is worn down and tired in October with issues. It's not October. It's early March, and he's already being shut down. So I don't know how, at a minimum, you couldn't at least be a little bit concerned if you're a Yankees fan. This is after an offseason of rest. Correct. That this is already something he's dealing with. It's not great, no, especially with a team that's expected to be to win the division and make a run at a World Series. And how important he's going to be that rota- to that rotation. And what is the one thing when we look at the Yankees, we say, boy, it's so good. It's the rotation. So Montas out, and we don't know if and when he's going to come back. And now Redon is hurt already. Now Redon's hurt. So now you're going to have to have, you have, to have guys step up, Domingo Herman, and Clark Schmidt. And I think they absolutely can. And you're dealing with, I mean, Nestor Cortez, Cortez dealing with the hamstring. That's right. So, I mean, he, so he's like mid to late April, hopefully. Hopefully. Trevino, hopefully. Trevino's got the elbow ligament, possibly right. May. Canely's got bicep tendonitis. Right. Bader now has oblique discomfort. And that's the other one that I learned yesterday. So, you know, I'm scrolling through Twitter and what's going on with Aaron Rodgers, and then you see Bader is undergoing an MRI for the oblique. That doesn't sound good. No, obliques suck, dude. And we saw Scherzer with the oblique, and he missed how long? And and looks like he might not have been right the entirety of the season. No, that bothered him the whole season. Absolutely. Well, this is, I mean, again, I think they'll be fine, and I don't mean to, to you know, say that the Yankees are in any kind of panic mode or trouble, but, I mean, Montas, Bader, Trevino, like you mentioned, and now uh, and Cortez was banged up, and now Radon. It's, it's, for having not done anything yet, it's a lot of injuries for the Yankees. It's a lot of injuries to deal with. You want to hit the ground running. I mean, he's the the prize free agent that you signed. Think about the I mean, think about the moves that they made from from the deadline last year to this offseason and how those have worked out. Like Benintendi hurt, didn't really. I mean, he didn't do anything really for what you were expecting to get from him. Montas recently came out and said that he was hurt when the Yankees acquired him last year. Came hurt now is is still hurt. Trevino hurt. Rodon hurt. Bader now hurt. I mean, it's the thing that's going to stand in their way is going to be the injuries. It's not good. It's not good. And again, you can probably, outside of, you know, judge, you can probably endure any injury for a short period of time. But they pile up. And you're starting pitching. You looked at it and you said, that's going to be the strength of this team. And, I mean, Radon was clearly going to be your number two. And now he's going to miss some time. Yeah. Dude, I mean, this is not, especially this time of the season for a starting pitcher. I mean, you talk about... Shutting him down and then trying to ramp him back up and making sure that when he comes back, he's right and you're not at risk of re-injuring his elbow. That's the, I mean, that's the most important thing 
is that this doesn't turn into something more serious. That's what no, you that, try to avoid. That, that would be see right now it's like concerning. What you talk about would be catastrophic. Yeah, you can't lose you, you cannot lose him for an extended period of time this season. And on top of that, it's a guy that has injury history and concerns. Yeah, it was one of the. I mean, it's it's one of the knocks against him. Exactly. When that. he's healthy, he's great. But it, the problem with him has been career-wise, not last couple of years, but career-wise, he's dealt with injuries. Let's hear from the, the GM Brian Cashman. He he discussed this yesterday. Firstly, on. Radon's injury. You know, you don't you ever want to downplay anything, but but the doctors do describe it as mild. But because he's not a reliever, because he's a starter, because he's got to be shut down for seven to ten days to let it resolve and get him going again, you know, it costs you time. But he's worth the wait. You know, all we want obviously is the real deal when he's capable of providing it and not forcing something because we know how good he is when he's right. They better hope it's not anything serious because all they've said is like right, he said it, Cashman said it. We'll hear from Boone in a second. Is that this is a this is a non-issue? This better be a non-issue. Well, you're gonna make sure it's a non-issue. That's I mean that's why you shut him down. I mean he comes to you and says that didn't, the arm doesn't feel right, and you know if this was the playoffs I could push through it. No, you're not gonna push through it now. There's no reason to push through it. Yeah, let's, you're, you're March 10th, right? Like let's get some let's get some tests done on this thing. See what it actually is. Seven, ten days, even if it's four, whatever it ends up being, we got to shut you down. The problem with the starting pitcher is that now you got to ramp him back up. So Cashman's right; I mean, just it costs you time, but it's it's time you're willing to, of course, to like use in the grand as long as he's of right. Things. If I told you that he makes his Yankees debut on, I don't know, April twenty third, does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. No, no, you want him back, and you want him when he's healthy, stay healthy. That's the, that's the most important thing. All right, but my thought and concern, and maybe it's unfounded, is. It's happening already. Like, you know, you're, you're sitting here on March 10th now, and the Yankees have a, a, a bunch of guys that are not healthy and a bunch of guys in their pitching staff that are not healthy. It's not the way you want to start a season, no. It's, it's not. Um, more from Cashman. When do you expect uh, Radon to be back? I mean, the perfect world sometime in April. Are we talking mid-April, late-April? Let's get him through his seven days to ten days of no throw and then uh, get him going. My contribution to to the dialogue with him was, listen, just because glad our trainers jumped on it, I'm glad he said something. The finding was something but not significant or serious. So because of that, if none of that was taking place, we could have played this into if it was don't say anything, don't try to push through whatever, this could have been much worse. You know, because uh, obviously trying to pitch your stuff is not a good thing, especially this time of year. If this was obviously in season, pennant race, late in the game, you know, he's still probably up and running going. He had this last May with the Giants. I didn't miss any time with it. All right. So I, I guess well, that this is something you. that he's had to deal with, which is yeah, a little I don't worrisome like that. as well. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Well, why would you? Well, because he's already been pitching through it. And the rest this offseason has done nothing to help it. That's a That's problem. right. That's right. And now you're sitting here on March 10th and he's going to be shut down for a little bit of time. No, that's the biggest problem with this thing, man. I mean, you can downplay it all you want. It is, I'm not trying to doom or gloom the situation, but if it's something that you pitched through last season and then you just had the whole offseason to get it right and you're going to miss time again with it? So it hasn't. the time off hasn't helped. The time off hasn't helped. And, and again, you're the Yankees. You're, you're not invested for – this is not a, a one-year deal where this year ends and you're like, all right, you know, we got all we could out of Verdun and now we move on. This is a guy that's going to be entrenched in this rotation – for years and years, you spent a lot of money on this guy. Yeah, you spent a lot of money on this guy. 
This, this was the piece that you brought in to make the difference. That's right. And we'll, we'll see. Uh, did I do the All-American Ford read? I have, I have zero recollection of this at ah, all. Do it again. All right. I'll give it to you again if I gave it to you. If I didn't, then it's the first time. This portion of the show driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group. They are the number one volume Ford group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Want to get to some of the calls? I mean, they're, they're lined up and they want to talk to us. I do want to get some calls. All right, let's do it. Let's go to uh, Evan in Queens. Evan, you're on 98.7 ESPN. Morning, guys. How's it going? Uh, it's going beautifully. What's going, What's going on, on, Evan? Ev? What's up? Uh, yeah, this next situation is really not good. I'm probably a seven on the panic meter uh, scale. <laughs> um, but we don't really have a choice. We have to uh, rest Brunson until he's healthy, right? Even if it comes at the expense of wins. And I was looking at the standings. Maybe we catch a break if the Celtics – the Celtics are only a game up on the Sixers in the loss column. God forbid we fall to six. Because I want to make something clear. I'm not afraid of the Boston Celtics at all. I want all the smoke with those frauds. So, it's them or the Cavs. Maybe we get lucky and we play one of those teams, basically. Um, but this Brunson injury really is a bummer. Uh, it is a bummer. And the thing that concerns you, or at least me, is that – how long is this going to linger for? Is this going to be he's back on Sunday and he's fine, or is this going to be something that has to be managed for the rest of the season? Well, I think it depends on how how long. First of all, what it is. I don't know. I haven't seen the tests on it, but it's it's you know the couple games off didn't help because he only got through a half. He was good in the half, but I mean he didn't play the second half of this game. So I mean, if it's something as simple as we just got to rest this thing, and two games didn't work, and we're right back to square one because you I mean, saw him limping around. Yeah, like he like. Jalen Brunson doesn't have to be like for this team to win a first round playoff series. I forget. I don't want any of the smoke with Boston. You can keep the smoke to yourself. I'm good with Cleveland if we play Cleveland in the first round. Jalen Brunson's going to have to be the bet one of the best players on the floor. He's going to have to be awesome. He's. I mean that 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 he's going to have to. I, like I don't want to say carry. Good for you. I just give, give me Jalen Brunson at seventy percent, and I like our chances. Yeah, but it's it's gotta. I mean, it's gotta be somewhat concerning that he he had two days off and then he couldn't make it through a game that they thought he was going to be fine in, or at least you know be be effective enough that he could make it through. There's no way that they went into the game last night thinking we're hopeful he can make it through the no. game. They must have thought he was okay, right? Because the last thing you want to do is is reaggravate it, so you're back to square one. That's the last thing you want to do in any of this. So same thing with the whole Redon thing, Redon thing. Exactly that. But pitcher with the forearm is oof, I don't I don't like well, that. Well, not even just but it's not just pitcher with the forearm. This is the pitcher that that pitched through the forearm last season and now right. it's still bothering him. And not only is it I mean it's bothered him after he's had an, an entire off season of not pitching. Right. So like just so people know like if I finish the season where I'm playing through a, a groin, the second the season is over, I get you know all the tests needed for for the groin and then spend the entire off season making sure the groin's no longer a problem. Like so, for him, forearms bothering him. He's pitching through it because he just—that's what he's going to do. As soon as the season's over, okay, what's wrong? How do I fix it? Right. So I'm not dealing with this thing again. And the fact that it's not—it's it, not fixed. Yeah, I would be a little bit concerned about that. Uh, let's go to Ralph and Edison. Hi, Ralph. You're next up on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, Dave. It's uh, Felipe Lopez from yesterday. Oh, what's up, Felipe? <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, so, just quick, quick one for you guys. Um, so, I'm, I'm thinking once we get Aaron Rodgers, right? Which team do you think has a better chance of getting OBJ since he's doing that workout today in Arizona? My argument is, I think Giants versus the Jets. Obviously, uh, which, which, which team has a better chance of getting Giants. 
getting OBJ, Giants or Jets? And John, my argument I, is Jets. No. Go ahead. No, uh, he, I mean, I think he considers himself to kind of still be a Giant. Feels like he has unfinished business with the Giants. I, I just think with the Jets, obviously you have A-Rodge, you have Garrett Wilson on the other side, obviously to take away attention from him. And also the way they shift them to, to the Browns, I feel like, hey, why not play for the Jets? You know, for my legacy, win with the Jets, and that's a way to stick it to the Giants, I feel. I I don't agree. I think that he still feels a, a real closeness and familiarity with the Giants. He loves Saquon. I think he looks at Daniel Jones as a guy he could have success with, and, and that's kind of my understanding. I think both would be good options for him, though. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Patrick Ewing is is done at Georgetown. I, ooh, that is a huge relief. I saw that on the uh, the men's basketball text chain we had. That's right. And you didn't you didn't respond, but he's well not because I was down. waiting for the for the real chain, which I've I've littered with. Knowledge. I've already started. Knowledge? I don't know about that. What do you mean? I've already started. Well, and you know, and we responded. Right. Uh, so well, it's I'm up, just saying. It's up and I'm, running. I'm, I'm invested. Just Have wait you till. How, you see how active this thing gets starting at like noon today. You're gonna get very active. We'll see. I'll, if be, you fully, want the smoke. I'll be fully engaged. All right. How much college basketball do you think you watch today, tomorrow, and Sunday? Today, quite a bit. Tomorrow, of- over under. Eight hours of college hoops from today through Sunday night. Over. And I'll even include the tournament selection show. Over. 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 Over, yeah. I got some time today. I got some time Saturday afternoon, and then Sunday I'm wide open. Wide open. Wide open. Wide open. Now, is it established we are not doing any kind of a show wager whatsoever? I think that's been established. RJ, do you think that would be good for the show for us to do something like that? Because these guys... Because me and you yeah. like to have a good time. Oh, we love good times. Whatever time, whatever it takes for the show, we're, we're willing to do it. These two won't do anything. Nothing. 
Let, let's put them to the test right now. RJ, is that accurate? You wouldn't you wouldn't make a uh, March Madness wager? You're yeah, not that it. interested. Really? That's right. Uh, Raymond, you feel the same? Yeah. All we're asking is that you dance with the with the dancers at center court. Is that that doesn't seem so hard? You know what, right, Rick? You're right. It's they, tough to do. Come on, they re- they re- they really do stink. Well, what's happened to you two? Uh, is it the baby on the way? What is it? I've n- I would have never agreed to do that. Why? Because it's fun. It is not fun. It will be fun for the loser, and you got to figure odds are you won't be the loser. I'm not doing it. So you're, you're I'm, a little piece I'm, not, I'm, not sure, to... I'm not sure I want to agree to it, even if one of you two ends up doing it. So you, you know what they are? They're energy suckers. They they sap the energy right out of the, the show. leeches. Your energy leeches. It's, exa- it's exactly right. We're not stopping you from going heads up in a March Madness pool. No. Well, but you know what? It's no fun. We want to incorporate you guys. We don't want to be incorporated. <laughs> well, obviously. So l- let's see if the so it would work for you if Rick or I have to embarrass ourselves tremendously, and there's no risk at all for either of you guys. That that's okay. I'm not saying you have to do it. You're the one that you're very interested in this. So what? What? Do you, what? What, is, what was the needle for you, RJ? I nothing. Yeah, I guess. Nothing, really, really, honestly, like nothing. Like well, if you're we just, dead inside. Just, we, we sit there, we do, okay, Aaron Rodgers, they're looking first or second round pick. That's what you want. You just want sheer, boring, bland sports talk. We, I, try, to, we try to put paprika right on the sports talk. You don't want any part of it. <laughs> Dancing with the paprika. Knicks city dancers at halftime has nothing to do with any of that. So, listen, if that's something you're interested in, I ain't stopping you. DPH Ron Rothenberg, we put paprika on the sports talk. That's right. Tell me that's not a slogan. We're excited about paprika. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great spice. I'm not. I'm not gonna let you sit here and put your nose up at paprika. Hey, you, you wouldn't even know how to use paprika. Uh, you sprinkle. Oh, what do you sprinkle it on, Dave? <laughs> on whatever you want. On meats. <laughs> <laughs> on sports talk. On uncooked meats. <laughs> paprika all over the place. Uh, <laughs> oh goodness. Back to the point. Let's not bury the lead. What were we you talking two, about? You two suck. Yeah, you two are you're, you're, you're sucking the life out of the show. <laughs> no. Like leeches. Really? Yeah. No, there doesn't need to be show wagers and tattoos and dancing and uh, people naked. At it. It, 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 you're looking for occasions. If you guys want to do all those things, then just do them. Well, we want you guys involved. Uh, we don't want to be involved. Once Half a year. by yourself. Once a year how is ab- good. How about this? We put a poll up there. No. And if if more than 75% people no. say yes, you know what guys, go ahead with this, we do it. No. Why? Because because first to. of all, it's a loaded poll. They'll absolutely you'll you'll probably get 100%. You? You'll probably get 100% people <laughs> saying yes, and, go and for Ray it. Would know. And Ray would know. Yeah. Very loaded. Uh yeah, you guys you need to reassess. You need to go home this weekend and really decide what you guys no, want. No, we give you okay, well, thought about a, it. We give you once a year. Once a year is good. Why though? Because why not twice a year? Um, if once a year good, twice a year better. Yeah, then it turns into three, four. No, no. Once a year is good. You guys are selfish is what you're saying. You guys are I mean, selfish. E- 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 the people that don't even watch college basketball get involved in college basketball pools. Well, this is different. You're t- this is not a college basketball pool. This is Of course it is. Dancing at halftime at halftime with the Nick City dancers making a fool of yourself. That would be the punishment for not doing well in the college basketball pool. Yeah. One wager... A year, which you have we all str- this knowledge. We, about. Let's let's be honest. We struggle with that one wager as it is. No, we no, didn't struggle. I, I was in the we, night. You know what? He paid it. it off like a champ, and it went seamlessly. So, how did we struggle with that? How about the year before? I saw how you looked at. I saw how you looked at me. You were jealous that I was in that nighty. 
little piece of you wishes you were in the ninety. This is why. This is why your whole team. This is why your baseball team is hurt. It's as bad juju for, for you guys for the last five, six, seven years. Yeah, because you guys That's don't right. participate. Because you guys have made a, a statement that you won't do this or anything. You know, it's fine. Well, so we'll be we'll, paprika. Pete in the car. Pete, good morning. You're on ninety-eight-seven. Hey, what's up, boys? Uh, first time, long time. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate Thanks for making it. the call. We appreciate you. Um, yeah, you guys make my mornings a little less painful, so much appreciated. Uh, so I, I, you know, I'm a Yankee fan. I, I like, I know you guys think most Yankee fans are rather obnoxious, but I like to think of myself as relatively reasonable, appreciative, you know, glass half full kind of guy of everything I've got to witness over, you know, my 38 years on this earth. Having said that, particularly, it seems in the last 10 years, the injury bug is always biting us. And Don kind of shared the same thought I was thinking that, uh, you know, I was like, oh, maybe it's because it's my local team and every team is injured. But he said the same thing, that it seems the Yankees, you know, disproportionately always end up with more injuries than, you know, a lot of other teams. And I was wondering, and maybe Rick could shed some light on this, you know, being, uh, you know, playing on a pro club. At what point do we kind of look at it at an organizational level? And, you know, is it, is it training staff, strength and conditioning, Are these guys putting on too much muscle? Is it the Bronx water, luck of the Irish? You know, whatever it is. It's uh, it's very frustrating, and I was just wondering your thoughts on that. Well, the Yankees completely revamped their training staff, right? So I, I don't know if maybe what the thought was before before they made the changes that that could be something to do with it. But I mean, Rodon just got here. Mo- Montas came with the injury, so I don't which think is, can, which is amazing to me. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you can blame maybe the Yankees doctors for that one. I mean, you are going over his medicals and everything else, but. No, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think a lot of the injuries in sports in general is is based on overuse. Like, I don't think these guys these guys rest enough. I, I mean, I was talking to some people like before these games, guys taking like thousand swings before the game actually even starts. Well, why why is it? And and I think this is accurate, or or they it was just undisclosed back in the day. Why is it that guys in like the fifties, sixties, seventies seem to never get hurt, and guys today are always hurt? Because guys back then, it wasn't year round for all those guys. So then you think that there's some, something known as like too much training and too I much think it's, involvement I, in the yeah, game Yeah, I think it's wear and tear. I think it right. starts at a young age. I think everyone's specialized or everyone's playing something year-round. It doesn't stop. I think guys are – a lot of guys are just – I mean, it's too big now. Like, I mean, bigger, faster, stronger, but this is to a point where guys are so big, so fast, so explosive that you're more susceptible. It's like a race car. Right. So it's like, like you bring like the race a, car out every once in a while. You, you you push it for 120 miles an hour. Now it's got to be shut down for for an right. You got to change the tires. And I think right. and also too, I think it's like I mean, for a lot of these, especially when you're talking about this kind of money. I mean, it's hey, if you feel something, let us know. And the second you feel something, you're going to get shut down. You're right, because we have too much invested in you. <laughs> yeah, we don't want yeah. we don't want something that could you know could be ten days to last two months exactly i mean don't you think that the situation with john carlos stanton would be would be laughed at 35 years ago you have you have a guy that you're paying how much money to and you can't play him in the outfield yeah but the problem is it's something always it's not like it's like it always something happens though it's I, i'm sure they would like to but it's important to have him in the lineup and if it's something always it is. if it's a calf or whatever it ends up it's some kind of soft tissue thing all the time then you gotta, I mean, you gotta suck it up and, and let him DH. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one of a kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve wracking. 
At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, Everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. It has to be Aaron Rodgers now, doesn't it, Rick? Like, if you don't land Aaron Rodgers and you're the, a fan of the Jets, or you specifically, like, aren't you kind of despondent with this whole thing? We're so, I mean, we're so far down that road at this point. I told you earlier in the show, man, I mean, forget us. Like I mean, we'll I mean we'll be upset. I'll probably go missing. But I mean, what are we gonna do? I, I I'm more concerned about the locker room at this point. Well, what are they gonna do if, if they if they whiff on? And I don't think they will. But if they whiff on Aaron Rodgers and they land Jimmy Garoppolo and you're Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, I mean you'll you'll you're professionals. That's what you have to do. Yeah, you're a professional. But I mean, to get yourself this, I mean, this riled up. I mean, you got Sauce and and yeah, I mean you got your three three of your best. Your three best young players. Well, I mean, obviously Quinn and Williams too. But I mean, your three, three rookies. Two of them are. You got your offensive rookie of the year, the defensive rookie of the year, and the other guy who was probably going to win offensive rookie of the year. Burning Cheeseheads talking about how Correct. if Aaron Rodgers comes, they're going to win a Super Bowl. Package deals involved. OBJ like sky's the limit. To all of a sudden, if that doesn't happen, and who knows if it's Jimmy Garoppolo? It sounds like there's going to be competition for Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, at Lamar Jackson, I don't know about that. It's got to happen now. It, this if, is if, so if it close. Means, if it means you have to sweeten it with giving the first instead of the second, you've come too far. People would be so massively disappointed. And Lamar, I think, would be a, a great second option. But like you just mentioned, I don't know how realistic that is. What I've heard is that Baltimore wants another team to make a big offer, and then that sets the market, and they just sign that deal. They want him to realize he's not going to get a fully, fully guaranteed contract is what they want. And he's not. And you know what? i got to be honest. I don't think he should. You say that. I, I don't think right. anybody should. The way the NFL is currently constituted, I don't think anybody should get a fully guaranteed contract. And because Jimmy Haslam is a fool and gave one to Deshaun Watson, why should it mean that another franchise should do it with other players? And their argument be their argument to you would be if any if any sport deserves fully guaranteed contracts, it's the NFL. All right, but wh- why am I going to be the team that gives him the fully guaranteed contract when uh, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have one? Why am I going to give one? You're not. You're not going to be the team. Exactly. So you're, you're going to get a ton of money, but you're not going to get $230 million guaranteed. Yeah, unfortunately for Lamar Jackson, he's, I mean, this is this is not a 
a good spot for him just because of what the owners are trying to do now. Unfortunately, they're using him to do it. Right. Now, I think what they're doing on the flip side is, is kind of gross because they're making an example of him. And I love all the, all the Falcons. We, we don't want anything to do with Lamar Jackson. We're, we're all set with Desmond Ritter. I mean, that's, that's just that's asinine is what it is. Yeah, I don't understand. that. Here's the thing, though, with this, this entire Lamar Jackson saga is I don't know why they had to do that, though. Like, why would it hurt? You need a quarterback. Lamar Jackson is one of the best young quarterbacks in the NFL. Why come out and say you don't need a quarterback? Like, why you're not interested? I mean, why why not offer something? What's the worst that could happen? They, well, they match he, it? He, sign, he signs the deal. Or do you feel like you're, I mean, you're doing... Like you're doing Baltimore a solid by not. I think I think that's what it is. I think they they probably feel like if they make him a massive offer, they're doing Baltimore dirty, and now it trickles down throughout the rest of the league. They don't want to have it happen to them. Exactly. That used to be the thing with, but that used to be the thing with the NHL too. Is you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't give someone an offer sheet because you wouldn't want a GM to do that to you. But we all, I mean, they got past that in the NHL. Well, they'll figure it out. It's just it's a kind of a blip on the radar, and this will get figured out, and, and we'll move past it. But, yeah, it's it's a very strange dynamic, being that he's a 26-year-old elite athlete who, and I know the not, like, and, and for everyone that says how great he is, there's always a bit, well, he's never won very much. Okay, but I don't know how good of a team have they put around him. He's the, regular season he's won a lot. the regular season he's won a lot. A ton. But, but, but you know, the, it, it's like arbitration, right? The other side's going to come out and say, yeah, but the guy in the postseason, he's not great. Well, you know what? You don't think Atlanta would love to have a guy like that? Like, what sense does it make that a team like Atlanta wouldn't make a play for for Lamar Jackson? Well, Atlanta, Washington. I mean, there are plenty of teams. There's plenty of teams. Vegas. Plenty of teams. Let's go to uh, Doug in Rivervale. Doug, good morning. You're you're next up on 98.7. Hey, guys. How you doing? I think this is just sort of a day of reckoning for the NFL and the NFL owners. The players are finally realizing that they have all the power, just like the NBA players have a long time ago. And I know the owners are holding on for dear life right now. But Lamar could essentially just do exactly what he did last year. He signed a, he'll sign a contract. He'll get an MRI on his knee. They'll see a little something funky going on. And he'll sit out and still get paid. Lamar Jackson is in this for the long haul. And I don't think the Ravens truly understand what they're up against right now. He could he could take that tact. He could play that game, right? Where and a lot of people think that last year, towards the back half of the season, the injury wasn't as bad as as he led on, and he probably could have gone out there and played. Yeah, that was the talk. But I mean, at a certain point, I mean, at a certain point, though, Lamar. I mean, you you want to play, man, and you don't want to let your teammates down. I'm sure that was hard for him last year. I mean, he's he's supposed to be a really good leader. Guys, I mean, guys rally around him. You see how they're rallying around him now. The last thing you want to do is is not go out there and play. You're trying to make as much money as possible. I get it. It just it sucks for him that he's put in the spot now where because Jimmy Haslam did did something stupid, now they're going to use you as the way to to prove to everyone that there's going to be no more fully guaranteed contracts. The owners must hate Jimmy Haslam. They have to. And especially Steve Bashotti. He, he was like, Jimmy Haslam must be public enemy number one to him. He must detest him. Well, if you think about it, I mean, okay, so now, I mean, it's being described now as one stupid owner that was super desperate, made a, a bad decision. Correct. So right now it's an anomaly. But if all of a sudden now you have two, well, now, now it pattern. becomes a pattern. Exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly that. But, you, you know, think about what Cleveland, how Cleveland screwed this up. Cleveland could have waited, 
giving up two ones for a guy who's better than Deshaun Watson. But because Cleveland can't get out of their own way, they trade for a public relations nightmare, pay him a quarter of a billion guaranteed money, trade a fortune to get him, and he's not even as good as Lamar Jackson. And he didn't want to be in Cleveland. He told you that. Right. But he didn't want to be there until they upped the offer, and then, of course, he wanted to be there. Right, right. When you hear $230 million guaranteed, the first fully guaranteed contract, you're like, yep, let's do it. Um, so Green Bay comes back, says, listen, we're not, we, we are not bending off of we want your first-round pick this season. You, you cave, or you, you're going to play the game? <sighs> I, don't, I don't like this game. I, I, and you should I don't like, like it game. at all. But I, I think, listen, it sounds like the money has been figured out. It sounds like we're, we're dotting the I's and crossing the T's, and the last thing to be done is the Jets don't want to give up a one. And Michael Lombardi, who was a former GM in this league, was on McAfee yesterday, and he said the holdup is Green Bay wants a one in return. Am I paying all this money, though? I mean, wasn't the initial, wasn't the initial thing is Woody didn't want to take on all this money? Yeah, so I, don't know, I, on, I don't know how If I'm taking on all the, the money... money uh, so you want me to take on all the, this is the guy you want to get rid of. I'm the only option. You want me to take right. on all the money and give you a first round pick? I can't imagine that you're the Jets are going to take on all the money. I can't. I, I can't imagine that. I'd rather take on all the money and keep the first round pick. I understand that, but they but they want the first round pick. That's what they want. If it was up to me, any way I could swing keeping the 13th pick and having somehow the next year's whatever the other pick involved in the deal is. All right. All right so right right now, right now, you give up this. So would you give up a one and a two? This year's two, next year's one, if he guarantees he's coming back and, and start of this league season, whatever it is, March 15th the next season, he says, you know what, I'm coming back. Yes. So next year's one, this year's two, done. 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 I think, I think that's fair. That's the biggest negative of this whole thing for the Jets. Is the unknown. It's not, right. It's not giving up the draft pick. It's, it's how many years is he going to play. Right. And, what, and, and here's the thing. The guy's fickle enough that he could wake up on March 1st next year and say, listen, I need to go into darkness, ayahuasca, whatever kind of retreat, and I'll figure out what I'm going to do. Yeah, I would like I would somehow I would like to make the compensation tied into how many years he's going to be here. I think that's very fair. And I, and I think if you're Gutekunst and you're Joe Douglas, I think that that's got to be something you get involved with. You know, maybe yeah, I guess it doesn't work out. I was going to say maybe the Jets trade this year's one. And then if he decides to retire, you get something else. You get something back from Green Bay next season. But it's better for you if you say, you know what? We will give you this year's two, next year's one, if he guarantees us a second season. Here's the thing with with this entire transaction is it sounds like both teams are desperate here. Now, which team is more desperate? That's the thing. Uh, how who, much who, who get, are they okay? I mean, is Green Bay okay? They say they are, but I don't know if I believe that. Are they but, okay having Aaron Rodgers say, you know what, I'm going to come back and play in Green Bay? But couldn't Green Bay at least wait until next week? Like, don't the Jets have to get this done by Sunday? Or does Green Bay also have the same impetus to get it done by Sunday? I would think you would want to get get that done before you get into free agency. I know but the not, Jets I'm, have to get it done by Sunday. Does Green Bay have to get it done by Sunday? Could they afford to wait? I don't know. We'll I don't know the answer to that, but I would say that it was probably it's probably it would probably be more advantageous for the Jets to get it done. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.